attention patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us on YouTube and on SoundCloud and on Google, Google Music Play and iTunes and, of course, ChrisAnnHall.com. We're so glad to have you with us here today. We endeavor to bring you the current events from a constitutional perspective and a principled perspective, not government revision, historical revision, and government propaganda. I want to start off by mentioning that... I'm going to move my seat here a little bit. <laughs> I want to start off by mentioning that um, on YouTube, somebody asked me, uh, I'm a new-time listener, Chrisanne, and, and I just... I want to know what it means when you say uh, truth over your favorite personality. And I thought, you know, that's a really good question. If you're not been a, a longtime listener of the Chris Ann Hall show, a longtime follower of, of the Liberty First ministry, that's probably a really, really good question. And the answer is simply this. We promise to be tribalism free. <laughs> so we're going to we're going to listen to truth regardless of the source and we're also going to be free to criticize others when they don't tell the truth regardless of who they are. So no no political um no party loyalist here, no uh, politician personality loyalist here. As a matter of fact, you know me. I'm an equal opportunity uh, criticizer as far as the Constitution is concerned. So I want to thank you guys for giving me questions. I do my best to answer your questions on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube. I'm also on LinkedIn, by the way, and I do my best to answer any questions that come across there as well. Uh, JC and I are heeding very seriously the warnings of the impending doom coming from YouTube. So we are actively searching other outlet for, for video presentation of the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal, and we will keep you informed when that happens. And I'm just... Man, I just, I can't tell you how excited I am to be here with you, not only if, uh, I forgot to mention, not only on social media and on the internet, but many of you are listening today via radio stations, some terrestrial stations somewhere, so we are very, very thankful for our affiliates who listen and broadcast the Chris Ann Hall Show. Remember, if you're just now hearing the Chris Ann Hall Show, we have a daily journal. 
that broadcasts Monday through uh, Thursday, uh, four days a week, and then we have our Saturday, our weekend edition, and uh, that's probably what you're hearing right now. So if you just hear the weekend edition or you're a brand new listener, make sure you go back and listen to the Daily Journal. We have many, 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 many shows on archive, all dealing with issues in contemporary politics, in current events that deal with the Constitution from a principled perspective. Now, last week on the Daily Journal, JC had mentioned a situation here in Florida with one of our house reps. Uh, He had actually thought that we'd covered it uh, in another day on the show, but reality, JC and I had just talked about it publicly and, or, or privately rather, and he'd also done a radio interview on our uh, local, uh, our friend has a Florida local radio station in uh, Panama City. His name is Bernie Thompson, and we love Bernie Thompson. If you're one of our Florida people, you should check out the Bernie Thompson show. He brings local news with with a with a constitutional flair, and man, I tell you what, Bernie is tenacious. He is uh, he is vehemently attacked by local and state government officials because he unapologetically stands for liberty. He unapologetically stands for the Constitution, and he's always holding them accountable. So remember, Florida people, and I think even. Southern Alabama people, there is uh, the Bernie Thompson show for you to get local news and to get it without the spin and without the fake news. But uh, in reality, what we have here is a situation where a state representative, and this is going to be important to any of you who are uh, involved in state and local politics, because what has happened to Representative Mike Hill is not something that's exclusive to Florida. Now, I will mention to you that given the quote-unquote political makeup of Florida, Republican House majority, Republican Senate majority, Republican governor, Republican attorney general, uh, what do we have? No, we don't have a Republican attorney general anymore. Oh, yes, we do. A Republican attorney general, but we have a Democrat commissioner of agriculture, but we have a Republican CFO. So the point is, even though Florida may be split in half with a, a blue south and a red north, our our state government is a majority of, of, of Republicans. And this is something I should say shouldn't be happening in a Republican led government, meaning party, not political uh, philosophy, right? So here's what's happened. And I know you guys, as I'm going to tell you this, you're going to think about things that are happening in your own state with your own representatives, maybe county commissioners, city councilmen, or whatever. Representative Mike Hill of uh, um, here in Florida at the House of Representatives on the Florida side held a town hall meeting and he had a a constituent maybe it was a constituent maybe it was just somebody there who was a heckler and what I mean by I'm sure you guys know what a heckler is somebody who's just jumping up and shouting at the speaker and so this heckler makes some statement about uh whether or asked the question about whether Mike Hill was going to advocate for 
the, a, a law in the state of Florida to execute gay people. And he mentions the Bible. The Bible says that gay people should be executed. So what you have to understand is this is attacked because Mike Hill is a Christian legislator. And he is, he, he is involved in, in the movement to have a fetal heartbeat bill passed in the state of Florida. There have been legislators for a long time that, has, that have been trying to do that. Our friend and former House representative, uh, Representative Charles Van Zant, he's no longer in the House. He was actually one of the first that brought forward the fetal heartbeat bill and could never get it passed. And I, I just, just as a little aside, doesn't it seem a little ironic to you that we have a Republican House, a Republican Senate, and a Republican governor, and it's been that way for a long time? here in Florida, every one of these Republicans within the majority ran on a pro-life platform agenda, every one of them. And yet, with a majority in the House and the Senate and the governor behind them, they couldn't even pass a fetal heartbeat bill. Pro-life campaigning legislators failed to pass a fetal heartbeat bill. That should make us all stop and pause and wonder. I mean, I have my, I have my theories on it all. I believe uh, that if they actually passed pro-life legislation, then they would lose campaign funding, right? I mean, if it actually is the law, you have pro-life legislation passed and signed by the governor, then how are you going to collect funding when you're running on a pro-life legislation if there's nothing to fight against. So that's my whole thing. It's follow the money, the money trail thing. They'll lose money if they actually do what they promise to do. And I suspect, I suspect that's true in many, many situations. So Mike Hill is one of two black representatives in the House of Representatives in the state of Florida. And he is a Christian conservative. And now he's under attack because this heckler makes the most ridiculous statement about asking Mike Hill if he's going to want to push forward legislation in the state of Florida to execute gay people because that's what the Bible says. So what did Mike Hill do during this town hall meeting where this guy makes this most ridiculous assertion? He laughed in his face. Laughed, not like, oh, that's a great idea, laugh, but laugh like you are an idiot. I'm not wasting my time with you. Can I say to you, I probably would have done the very same thing. You would have probably seen me pause and give that sort of tilted head look like, I know you're not serious. And if you're serious, you're such a fool. You don't even deserve my time or my breath in an answer. And that's basically what Mike Hill did. Well, then the Pensacola News Journal, if you're watching me on YouTube right now, I have the headline up there, the Pensacola News Journal, which is apparently affiliate of USA Today News, which should give you some, some indication of, of, of their bias, right? Turns the, the situation into an harassment of Mike Hill claiming 
that he laughed at the suggestion that gay Floridians be executed, not in the ridiculous nature of the situation, but as if he were not opposed to it and he thought it was somehow pleasingly amusing. Now, our friend Bernie Thompson knows the facts of this, and he has, he has done in shows on this to tell about this. But when we get back from the break, I'm going to, now that we have the background here, when we get back from the break, I'm going to let you in on a, an action for our Liberty First Brigade in this. Remember, we all stand together or we hang separate. We've called together action for many people on the state and local levels. Uh, and today I'm going to ask you to stand with Mike Hill. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Can I just remind you to go to chrisannhall.com? Click on the In Defense of Liberty banner and learn all about the constitutional training, hand-to-hand self-defense training, active shooter defense training, handgun accuracy and precision training, in real life shooter training, and uh, that we are partnering with Larry Stevenson, the AKA the Bearded Black Cowboy to put on from October, from August, excuse me, August 30th to September 1st. Please make sure that you, if you are interested in life-altering unconventional, absolutely, completely liberating training like you've never seen in your entire life. You will leave changed. Go to chrisannhall.com, click on the In Defense of Liberty banner, watch the video that we created from the training of last year, then click through to the next page, watch the testimonial of two students that were in that class last year, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. So, Mike Hill, state representative, laughs in disgust and at the ridiculous statement of a heckler that he wanted to make uh, legislation in Florida to execute gay people. And the Pensacola News Journal has a liberal, completely liberal hack job number of uh, of a newspaper that is constantly writing Mike Hill because of his Christian conservatism has spun this story into such ridiculousness that it's it's hardly believable that anybody would even okay so it's hardly believable that anybody would take the Pensacola News Journal seriously about this but here's what's absolutely mind blowing House Speaker Jose Olivia. Republic and other Republican leaders in Florida government condemned Representative Mike Hill for his, quote, laughter and refusal to push back, end quote, on a question about whether he'd introduce legislation allowing the execution of homosexuals. This is the worst side of the Republican Party that you can find. I, 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 well, I don't know. One of the worst sides. It's, it's sort of like, I can't even name 
the 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 name of the of the a geometric object that that comes to mind when it looks when I speak about political parties to my mind a political party kind of looks like the eyeball of a fly you know all of these different facets so when you look through it, it looks like a kaleidoscope and there are so many aspects of 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 wickedness within the political parties themselves and the leadership of the political parties and this is one of them on the republican level so the speaker a republican jose olivia and other republican leaders actually took this hack job of an article in the pensacola news journal seriously and they're condemning him for a quote refusal to 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 push back their statement said such callous indifference to an outrageous question is unacceptable runs contrary to our founding principles and in no way reflects the beliefs of the republican caucus in the florida house they're not calling for him to resign, but they say they, he owes his colleagues an apology and he owes Republican caucus a better example of political courage. You know what? I think that people living in glass houses ought not throw stones when it comes to doing things that are contrary to our founding principles and contrary uh, to political courage. I mean, I, I, the governor is, is deferring Governor Ron DeSantis, the whole Trump guy, is deferring to Olivia. You want to talk about examples of lack of political courage? I'm going to give you Jose Olivia, the Republican leaders, and Ron DeSantis, who are turning their backs on Mike Hill because of some liberal agenda-driven attack piece when they're not even willing to look at the facts. This is just, this is very, very upsetting to me. I've just put up on, on YouTube a picture of Olivia and all his contact information. I will post his contact information in the chrisannhall.com post of this show. I will put it in the YouTube post. I will put it on the SoundCloud post as well. So there'll be many ways. I'm asking you, this is a liberty alert. I'm asking you to contact or email Jose Olivia and express your disgust for his belief in fake news in attacking a Christian conservative in the House of Representatives. I'll even publish the article on the on the Pensacola Journal News for you so you can see this. It's I'm telling you, it's absolutely ridiculous. As can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K R I S A N N E H A L L dot com where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. I want to jump into a incredibly disturbing issue that has come out of the Second District Court of Appeals, just the most outrageous, arbitrary, unlimited conduct by federal agents now sanctioned 
by federal courts. This comes to us via the Daily Wire. A reporter by the name of Ash, I don't know if it's Asha or Ash Crow, Ash Scrow, S. Shrow, maybe? I'll stop right now before I even mess it up even worse. Daily Wire says a police raid a home hours before obtaining a search warrant. Three judge judges just ruled the evidence is admissible. Okay, all right. Wrong. You know, they don't issue rulings, but we're not going to stick there. So what you have is the United States Courts of Appeal for the Seventh Circuit. You have a three-judge panel that has decided that the federal government doesn't have to have a warrant before they conduct a search and seizure of your home. They can get it sometime later. And all the evidence is still admissible. So here's what we have. A person who obtained... This is what's really going to throw some people off. Because the guy was actually guilty of dealing drugs. So what we're going to get inevitably here are some people saying, you know, no harm, no foul, Chris Ann. Not quite sure what your problem is. If he's guilty, he's done the crime, he needs to do the time. See, we, we got to think beyond our, our, our own preconceived notions and understand that what happens to one person is, is the extension of power that will come back on us. Can I say to you, I don't say this very often on purpose, but this activity by the Drug Enforcement Administration, the executive branch under Donald Trump, is, is one of the most primary causes of our Declaration of Independence with Great Britain. Warrantless searches and seizures was the impetus, the spark that started the liberty movement as a formal movement in America, in, 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 the, in the British colonies. It began with a man named James Otis Jr., an attorney who, well, let me put it this way, who, who a government attorney who was in charge of making sure that the laws were enforced, the laws of the crown were enforced, and those who violated the laws of the crown were properly prosecuted. Parliament had passed this law called Writs of Assistance that gave the customs agents and the tax collectors complete arbitrary authority to search and seize. Now, I, I just want to sort of drop in there a little bonus for your educational dollar at Liberty First University and in my Fourth Amendment DVD and probably other places too. I show you that we did not invent the language of our Fourth Amendment. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. No warrant shall issue, but based on probable cause supported by oath or affirmation, particularly describing the place to be searched and the, things, and the persons or things to be seized. We didn't invent that. That was a right of all Englishmen 
that had been codified since 1215. James Otis Jr. would quit his job because he could no longer be a part of the enforcement of the deprivation of the rights of the Englishmen that were guaranteed by their contract, by their constitution. And so he quit. And then he became a whistleblower and started telling everybody about this. And it was James Otis Jr., not by my opinion, but by the people who would become the Liberty Movement that called James Otis Jr., classified him as the midwife to American liberty. It was his stand against these writs of assistance, these warrantless searches, these arbitrary searches and seizures. It was his stand that they, those who became the Liberty Movement said was the Liberty Movement. Without him, there would, without him, there may not be the United States of America. We may still be British colonies fighting for our independence. But this, this was the catalyst. And now we're looking at it here today. So some guy who obtained a large quantity of, dr quantity of drugs was arrested. But the way they got these, this evidence is what should really, 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 really worry you. So here's what happened. The DEA catches some low, lower level drug dealer. To save his own neck, he becomes a, const a confidential informant. Now for anybody who's any experience with the, the uh, federal agencies and their confidential informants, or I say any law enforcement and their confidential inf informants, that should really cause you pause right now because I, as a prosecutor, I can tell you I, I, I don't have a lot of faith in the credibility of a confidential informant. They'll say whatever they need to say to save their own necks. Some of them are honest, but I don't think in the due process scheme of things, the innocent until proven guilty scheme of things, in the free to be, uh, the right to be free from unreasonable searches and seizures things, I don't think that a confidential informant should be the ground for any kind of a warrant or any kind of probable cause whatsoever. That's just my opinion based on personal and professional and constitutional experience. So this guy turns, becomes a confidential informant, says, you, you know, you cut me some sweetheart deal and I'll give you my dealer. So he gives him the dealer. And the DEA, this is federal government now, this is not state. The DEA raids the drug dealer's home without a warrant. They just go in and raid it. They're not actually, there's, they, they actually have no personal probable cause. Nobody's actually seen anything happen. They are not viewing the commission of a crime, which is technically and typically the only way you can actually uh, arrest someone, enter someone's home or vehicle without a warrant is if you are in that moment visually or auditorily aware that a crime is taking place. They have none of this. All they have is the testimony from the confidential informant. Now, in a legal decision by the Court of Appeals of the Seventh Circuit, three judges determined that even though the police illegally entered Mr. Huskisson's home without a warrant. See, this is what's mind-blowing. The court actually admits that the police entered the home police. The DEA, they call them police, but the DEA entered the home without a warrant, the evidence they obtained during the illegal entrance 
could be used against him in court. Three judges, Chief Judge Wood, Judge Brennan, and St. Eve. This is, this is absolutely insane. The report says later that night, DEA agents filed the warrant application for Huskisson's house. The application detailed Hardy's history of drug deals with Huskisson, as well as the many phone calls between Hardy and Huskisson in the last 24 hours, the judges wrote. The application also included Hardy's description of what happened inside the house and evidence obtained from inside the house before the warrant application. I just want you to get this. Their grounds for a warrant to enter the house included things that happened after they entered the house. I, I don't, okay. No warrant shall be issued but based upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, particularly describing this place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. This is the definition of a reasonable search and seizure right there in the Fourth Amendment. Now I want to read to you, if you're watching me on YouTube right now, I want to read to you what the judges said in their opinion. Quote, All agree. The DEA entry team entered Huskinson's, Huskinson's house unlawfully. We do not condone this illegal behavior by law enforcement. The better, I can't say this, the better practice, they said. <laughs> it's better not to be unlawful, but the better practice is to obtain a warrant before entering a home. No, no, no. That's not the better practice. That is the only practice any other practice is unlawful it is not better to be lawful than it is to be unlawful when you are the government it is the only standard they said ordinarily the evidence found here would be excluded but because the government had so much other evidence of probable cause and had already planned to apply for a warrant before the illegal entry the evidence is admissible. Though the government should not profit from its bad behavior, neither should it be placed in a worse position than it would if uh, otherwise have occupied. I, I, that is just so outlandishly unlawful and arbitrary and despotic. I can't, it, it's hard to even comprehend that three people would come together and have such an opinion? I mean, think about this. No warrant, okay? The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. No warrant shall issue but based upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized, before it happens, not after it happens. And to establish this as a new standard for operation of the government leaves us as the American colony once again with no rights at all.
Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here. Do you have your Liberty First gear? Go to chrisannhall.com. Click on the store tab in our top banner and see all of the great gear that we have for you. T-shirts, coffee mugs, hoodies, leggings, phone covers, stickers, the whole, uh, the entire purpose of the Liberty First gear is so that we can teach liberty to others. Don't just pontificate, educate. It's not just enough to go on a rant. It's not just enough to, to be a Facebook or social media warrior or a keyboard warrior. We've got to, we've got to take this to the streets. My goodness, that's what the liberals been doing forever. That's how the socialism has taken over America. They took it to the streets. They put it into the institutions. We have just as much authority and just as much power to do that. We just have to do it. Well, I think we have to shed aside some of our preconceived notions as, as liberty-minded people who are always like, well, you know, you don't bother me, I don't bother you, we'll all live and let live. You know, at this point in time, we can be live and let live, but the other side is not, is not believing that. They are not a live and let live. They are a live and let's control you. And the only way we're going to stop that is if we bring the proper education to the people. So Liberty First Gear is designed to help you do that. We are talking about this raid where three judges, three federal judges said, well, you know, we're not quite sure how, you know, this really needs to apply. It, it, they didn't mean any harm and, and they'd already planned. I just, I can't get over this. They already planned for a warrant. They just didn't actually get one. It was on their mind. Maybe like, oops, I just fell in his front door and I forgot to get a warrant. Oh, we'll get one later. No. Okay. The standard is warrant first, evidence second. And the evidence has to be excluded because it is illegally obtained. I just, seriously, we agree that the, that the law enforcement engaged in illegal behavior. We agree. But you know, they didn't mean to. Are you stinking kidding me? Every single one of those federal agents, every single one of those DEA agents knew they had to get a warrant. Don't tell me they forgot. Don't tell me they just didn't do it. They knew. I guarantee you there were agents there. Where's our warrant? Who's, who got the warrant? Now well, we'll get one later. No, no, no. That's not how it works. They know this stuff. Somebody, some leader somewhere said, you know what? We, it doesn't matter. I got this judge. He'll work with us. I guarantee you this is how it went. I was a prosecutor for, for nearly a decade. I guarantee this is how it works. I got, it's, it's, it's the wrong time of the day. We never going to get anybody on time. Um, we didn't plan ahead. But I got this judge who work with me. And that's exactly what happened. And now you have district court judges. Can I tell you the chief judge, Chief Judge Wood, was nominated by President Bill Clinton on March 31st, 1995. 
You're probably saying, oh, well, well, that makes all the sense in the world. You have, a, you know, our three panel judges, they're all liberals. They're all anti-liberty. They're contrary to our beliefs. Well, let me tell you who the other two judges are. Chief Judge Wood was, was, was nominated by Clinton. But Brennan was nominated by Donald Trump on August 3rd, 2017. And Judge St. Eve was nominated by Donald Trump on February 12th, 2018. So you can't blame this on a liberal, quote-unquote, liberal judge or a, quote-unquote, liberal president. These two judges nominated by Donald Trump have gone contrary to the rights of the people. Now, I'll tell you, this is not only contrary to the federal constitution, this is contrary to the state constitution in which this happened. So you can tell me, oh, it's not a federal issue, whatever. I don't care. This is still contrary to the rights of the people based on natural law. And now this federal court, which may, which, which probably shouldn't be involved at all if the police officer are local, the, or, or even so if they were federal, the... The, the governor should have said no, but nonetheless, this is now going to be the standard. If you apply for a warrant later, we're okay. And now it's 1761 and we're owned by a kingdom. God bless you guys. I will see you next time.